Welcome to Anchor Daily, where we daily engage in God's Word and prayer, reminding each other of the only anchor that truly holds. Hello, I'm Mike Tallman. I've been a member of Bethel Church for more than 18 years, and currently I lead a small group at Bethel. Today, we can continue to look at the beginning of the end of the ministry journey of Jesus. As we read Luke 22, we want to start with answering a few questions like who and what. So who is in Luke chapter 22? Well, as we read, we see some Jewish church leaders. We see Satan. We see the apostles and we see Jesus. So what are they doing or what actions are they taking? Well, the church leaders, which are the chief priests and scribes in the council of elders, uh, in verses 1 through 6, we see that they wanted Jesus dead. In verse 52, they came to arrest Jesus. And in verses 66 through 71, they begin to question and interrogate Jesus. Well, let's move on to Satan. So what is he identified in the passage? In verse 3, it says that he enters Judas. In verse 31, it says that he demands to sift Simon and the other apostles. What about the apostles? Verses 7 through 13, they were asked by Jesus to prepare the Passover. In verse 14 through 23, they were reclining with Jesus at the Last Supper. In verse 24 through 38, there's the debate on which disciple was the greatest. Verses 39 through 46, there were some apostles with Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane. And in verse 47 through 53, Judas, an apostle, betrays Jesus. And there are other disciples with Jesus as he is arrested. What about Jesus? In verses 7 through 13, he's giving instructions for the preparation of the Passover. The Last Supper happens in 13, verses 14 through 23. His final teaching lesson is verses 24 through 38. In 39 through 46, he's praying in the Garden of Gethsemane. 47 through 63, he's betrayed and arrested. And in verses 66 through 71, at the inquiry, Jesus claims to be the Son of God. So let's discuss each of these people. You know, the mention of Satan in this passage should be a, a, a very stark reminder that he is always around and always on the prowl looking for someone to devour. It is unfortunate that Judas Iscariot, one of the twelve, allowed Satan a foothold for, for the betrayal of Jesus. It's very clear from the text that the Jewish church leaders had a mission to remove Jesus. He was an interruption to their corrupt and authoritative, authoritative religious system. What a state that the Jewish synagogues were in. Their leadership wanted perceived rivals dead. We can also read that the apostles certainly were not fully aware of the situation. They argued over who was the greatest just after the Last Supper. They totally missed the teaching moment and in fact were so focused on who was best that they did not even realize that their last meal together with Jesus was upon them. Sure makes me think about how many times I may have not realized Jesus at work around me. Finally, finally, we have our Lord and Savior Jesus showing us a blueprint on how to live. In this passage, he is certainly seems to be on mission, following the will of God. He was giving instructions to his followers and teaching them, talking with them and investing in the relationships that mattered most all along the way. He even followed his typical routine of praying in the garden after the meal. From this example, we can see how our lives could and should be. He was focused on mission 
and yet caring for his disciples all at the same time. Luke records several personal conversations with Jesus and his disciples, included Jesus' interaction with Peter, telling him of Satan's request. But Jesus had prayed that Peter's faith would not fail. In this chapter, Luke captures the human emotions of Jesus, especially while praying in the garden. It was intriguing to read that Jesus asked the Father to let the cup pass and to see if there was another way for the fulfillment of God's redemption plan. Imagine Jesus asking God if there was another way. The pressure on Jesus must have been intense as he even began to sweat blood. I do find it interesting that when Jesus was arrested and brought before the religious leaders, he spoke and answered one of their questions. He appears to have spoken plainly and states out loud, he is God's son. He also told them where he was going, to sit at the right hand of God. Of course, this was exactly what the chief priests and scribes wanted, now having evidence to hand Jesus over to the local Roman authorities for punishment. How easily Jesus could have removed himself from that situation. However, as we know, that was not God's will, and Jesus was going to carry out his part. Let's pray. Dear Lord Jesus, thank you for the redemption plan, and thank you for following through. Help us to know the true cost of your sacrifice. We ask that you would help us to see and know what relationships today that we need to be investing in. Even though we have a mission, please help us to look around for someone that we are supposed to be investing time into. We ask that you bless our time in your word. Amen. Thanks for joining us today. Listen in tomorrow as we continue to encourage one another to be anchored, steadfast, and secure in Jesus. If you haven't already subscribed, please do so, because we'd love to continue to dive into God's Word with you. We'd also like the chance to connect further with you. If you go to Bethel.ch, you'll see all sorts of ways to connect, serve, and worship with our church body. Finally, please consider sharing this podcast with your friends by word of mouth or on social media. Have a blessed rest of your day.